0: C-Quad Time! Now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Recker, Tim O'Ni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips,
2: Now, ladies and gentlemen,
3: Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you. It's April the eighth and welcome. To, well, we're having a little issue there already. April the eighth, two thousand twenty. Hope you're doing all doing well. We'll kind of go around the country here a little bit and all our check-in points and see what's going on. Let's start with you, Jennifer. You're in the other room, right here in Naples, Florida. How are you today?
4: I'm good. It's going to be another warm day. It's already started out warm. I think the low last night was only going to be 71.
3: Well, that that means you're warm. You got up early this morning, didn't you, and made the birds mad?
4: I did. I made a bird mad. I could hear it screeching. I was out on the line probably about 4.30, quarter till 5.00. And it was not happy with
3: me. I was in there doing a grocery order, trying to finally got a, a opening to get a grocery order. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how I did a little after four in the morning. If I come back with four things that's right, yeah, it'll all be good. Yeah.
4: <laughs> we might get a bunch of candy.
3: <laughs> yeah, last time I, got, I asked for one bag of chips and I got four chips I don't know who was doing the ordering but I got a banana we never have gotten them to to work they were correct. so
4: green that they never did ripen
3: I've never seen that happen before with bananas never ever ever but this was the rare exception to that rule I don't know I mean know.
4: they were so green you couldn't hardly peel them
3: <laughs> that'll, take, that'll take Chris's expertise to, to figure that one out. Let's go up to Albany, New York, and see what's going on in the 518 with Jeff.
5: I would say that nothing is really going on here. Everything is totally locked down, everything, except for the essential places. But I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm not complaining. What's the use of complaining? Um, it's... Uh, Probably about forty five, forty six degrees, but I think we're gonna get a bunch of rain again. I'm not so sure. We, it was raining this morning, so that's all I can say.
3: Yeah, we got good, good, good hot weather. Last week we had a fire here at the just next to the Fort Myers airport in a car overfilled car lot of you know rental cars. What they say three hundred and fifty cars were destroyed. Oof. Maybe more it was like than three thousand, wasn't it? Maybe it's three thousand. I'm sorry.
4: I think there's like thirty five hundred cars
3: destroyed by a humongous fire, brush fire.
4: Oh, and it burnt like fifteen acres before it got to the car lot.
3: Yeah, yeah. So before we take any raised hands, we'll go around the um, get some other people. Dave and Chris.
0: Well, we're we're doing well. Um, we had some pretty nasty thunderstorms overnight, but it's not raining now, and it's supposed to go up to about sixty-eight.
1: We left the window open and
3: woke us up. Sounded good, though. Oh, I like yeah! Thunderstorms—that would be very, very good. Well, we'll be getting to you.
4: Hope you didn't the- get hail, but of course, you have the kind of roof that won't hurt.
1: It's we true. might have gotten just a tiny bit of real small hail.
3: Well, the, this time spring, you just never know what what, what is going to happen. Let's see. Uh, Tim in Minneapolis.
6: Good morning, everyone. We <laughs> we uh, made it to 70 for the first time yesterday since October 9th. And... Uh, I was thinking of that because you said it was going. It had gotten down to seventy one. Yes, this morning there. (laughs) But that's that's the way things are anyway. Tomorrow's high is forty three. So (laughs) you never know what we're going to get.
3: No, you're Um, all over. But
6: things are going pretty well here. Um, Actually, uh, well, Minnesota. I guess I don't know if it's something to be real proud of or if it just happens that way but we're we have the lowest incidence rate per capita of people with the virus so
3: well either you're self-isolating or maybe it just doesn't go to cold weather i don't know Um, or maybe nobody wants to go to minnesota i don't know
6: good thing to have i guess
3: yeah (laughs) Well, I think we have over 14,000 cases here, so I don't think we exact fall in that category. Um, But let's see. Um, Not last but least, if I am uh, Michael Loff in Evansville, southwest Indiana.
7: Oh, yeah, it's uh, Florida and Indiana here. It uh, hit 80 yesterday. I think it hit 84 today, depending upon cloud cover. So other than that, just... Kind of amazed at, you know, if something is successful, like Zoom, then there's going to be others trying to replicate it. So there's going to be all kinds of new chat options coming up.
3: Well, that's good for us. Um, I know there's one coming up from Microsoft. We'll keep our eyes. Well, it's already it's out
5: there. Uh, it's called Teams, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah.
7: They're well, Teams, th- but then They're also modifying Skype so that you can do a Skype call without having to have it installed. I kind of like the way Zoom works, where you really don't have to have it installed if you click on a link.
5: Oh, like they'll put a little plug-in on your computer. Right, you...
7: and uh, Facebook's going to have an audio-only version, including phone lines that you can call into.
3: So. That will be good. Um, that will be real good. I don't really wild about the Facebook ecosystem, but hey, you know, that's where a lot of people are. And they use it, so... Um,
4: I am asking, or did I see something saying that you can make a video call from your Echo now, too?
3: You can make a video call from your Echo?
5: I guess I guess probably the Echo Show. Is that the one with the video? Yeah,
3: it'd have to be the one with the camera. I don't think you could make one on just your regular... Uh, other, well, no, because I no. don't have a camera. But once you to have a camera, I
4: guess
3: you can now. Right. Very, very true. Well, we might as well start with a few raised hands, and then we'll get back to to what we were talking about. You want to pull the first one out uh, of the
5: We got Jerry and we have Bill, so let me get to Jerry, who's had his hand up first. Go ahead, Jerry.
8: Okay, well, it's... Uh 54 degrees here in indiana pa right now we're going up to 65 and judy says hi too and uh, we're getting ready to start our day have some breakfast i don't know what we'll have but we'll definitely have coffee we had thunderstorms last night too um knocked out power in a lot of places but thank god not here but um kept (laughs) kept us awake really came down and uh we're supposed to get um Possibility of some more showers today, but we'll just have to see what happens.
3: Very, very, very true. Well, Jerry, you stay safe and keep listening. Okay, Bill. And we'll be right hey, everybody.
8: There,
3: All right. Uh, who will be next, Jeff?
5: We got Bill coming up in chi- from uh, Chicago. Well, let go me go ahead,
3: Bill. Sit back and yeah, just well. listen for a couple hours. Go ahead, Bill. <laughs> <laughs>
9: A guy. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yesterday we got to 80 degrees. We're supposed to get to 70 today. We had a thunderstorm last night. We're supposed to get a thunderstorm with hail tonight. They're predicting maybe quarter size hail. And about the only other thing is just this whole virus thing. I know they I heard yesterday that they're worried about Michigan maybe shut down till the end of July now because it's really ramping up there. They were talking about it. And they're they're worried now that there might not possibly be any 2021 cars because this when they start manufacturing for 2021 they can't get the factories. Yeah. And, and they've also found out that uh, this virus can affect cats. Oh. And they think they're not sure about dogs yet, but they think dogs can can get it or something, or some other. But they know cats can get it.
5: Cats. I think we have to also beware, Bill, of of all the
9: news reports because. the I mean, well, this, how much this, is, this, how was, much, a, this we, was a doc. This was a doctor talk. Yeah. But just because he's a doctor, doctor we I, I don't. I know. I know. But I mean, it's just they're just they're just saying, you know, they're, they're running tests. I'm just just saying something like, you know, like there in Indiana where Mike is right now. The governor yesterday in Indiana told all standalone liquor stores that they have to do curb service. You can't go in and pick it, so pick it up now. And he, he said that himself. That was on on the air.
3: Oh, yeah, you know, that's in true. Indiana, so that's it. Mean, now, that part's true. About right, Indiana Governor Governor, Governor Governor Holcomb,
9: and also what Mike did say before you guys went on—that is true about the frozen food. You can't keep it that long
10: no.
9: without it going bad. Two, or two up
5: to two years. So, but I don't know how they could know that if 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 the virus hasn't been around for two years here. How could they know? that? No, know no, the I mean they're
9: just they're just talking about normal. That's always been that. That's not for the virus. That's just that's just a normal thing you can always keep frozen food frozen meat and stuff up to two years in your freezer
3: well you do oh, that's like been, Chris that's been does that for he...
9: years I meant that's that's nothing new what he said there that's nothing new I mean, that's that's been around because we we froze all of our meats and stuff on the farm and you keep stuff up to two years that was that was no yeah. so that's that's just a known fact that had nothing to do with the with the virus
3: Chris and Dave do some vacuum sealing and do that kind of stuff and um. They go through a lot of measures to keep their meat as safe as possible instead of just slapping it in the freezer without doing anything to it. And that's pretty, pretty important. I guess we got more hands here?
5: Yes, we have. I'm just going to say we have have Joe and Ellen. We have Joe, we have Gail, and we have Marianne. So let me get Uh, to you, Joe, first. Okay. Go ahead, Joe, you're on.
8: Thank you very much, and it's 45 degrees here in Albuquerque, up to 72 today and 45 tonight, and um, I imagine it should save this for all things radio, right?
3: Well, if you, you're going to see it, you've got the cat out of the bag now, Joe.
8: Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I actually know that uh, Jack there, he, he went from DJ to management at ABC Radio, and the... Uh, they even mentioned that on their on their five-minute newscast. Well, actually, they had to because they took his air shift away from him when he became manager. But that was that was the biggest news and broadcast at, during that time. So that's really cool.
5: Well, Thank you, Joe. Joe I'd, stay I'd love to find safe. air checks up for working at WDGY. I don't have any, so I'm going to have to look for those.
3: All right, who's next?
5: Okay, next we have Gail. And she's out in Sauk Rapids, whatever, Saint Cloud, Minnesota.
10: Sauk Rapids. Go go ahead, Gail. Uh, Uh, Saying hi to everyone, and uh, I'm sorry to hear the news about John Bryan. I loved a lot of his stuff. It's like you said; it's an irony that he had cancer and survived all of that, and then, well, the Lord works in mysterious ways, I guess.
3: Well, I guess so. you never know. We lost Joe Diffie uh, a couple weeks ago oh, because yeah. of the virus. I don't think Kenny Rogers was that, but uh, Joe think. Diffie was, and you know, I guess um, I maybe you had to be a certain type of, or John Prine, uh, maybe he. Um, let's see, how can I say this? I think you had to have an acquired taste for his music or I mean he evidently was very very good at what he did you know because he related well to a lot of people I never was really enthralled by the music but a lot of people were and I guess that's why we have millions of artists out there because if everybody liked the same thing we'd have a pretty boring show
7: well, he must have a following. I got two phone calls last night at 10 o'clock, different people telling me.
3: Wow. I mean, that's what I'm seeing, Mike. I mean, you know, just because I'm not, it's not something that, you know, I would never, never, ever wish. You know, I always appreciated his contribution to music and, you know, had his own unique style.
5: I'm not really familiar with this stuff. I have to tell you the truth. It's not my. It's just I've never real I've never even actually really heard his stuff except except when Tim occasionally plays it. But I'm not really that familiar with him. Are you, are you familiar with it, Mike? Do you ever listen? To him?
7: Actually, the first I heard of him was when Tim played "Dear Abby." Dear Abby.
3: Yeah, and somebody requested "Hello" in there the other day. I remember playing that, and it seems like Mike. When I lived in Evansville, he had a song out called. It was about Muhlenberg County down in uh, Western Kentucky. And a mining song, you know, about the mines shutting down and that, you know, he um, he had a very much of a social conscience, you know, and people know his music a lot better than I do. So, yeah, he had a big I, following here. Yeah, I really just need to be quiet and 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 because I really don't know.
7: Well, but, it's the pictures of him that showing the book throat cancer and just the disconfiguration to his face and everything so that's that's a bad way to go
8: oh Not yeah He yeah. survives
4: cancer twice that's the stamp
3: and this you know like the guy said in our lions club meeting the other night you can have 5 cents in the bank or 10 million dollars in this this virus will strike you and it's it's an equalizer so all right. Let's see. Do we have any? More? We have one
5: more, and it's some.
3: Um, we have two it's Mar- more. We oh, have two. It's Dale and Bill Levy again.
5: Okay, let's get Marianne though. Uh,
3: thanks, Joe Morgan. <laughs> hey just and Marianne, didn't... you
5: got to you got to unmute your phone, hon. Good morning, all. Hey, there you go. Go ahead.
11: Um, it is uh, much like Albuquerque. Apparently, forty-five degrees this morning, going up to about seventy. Uh, says it's going to be freezing again by tonight. So, thanks much, Tim, for that Minnesota weather. Um, <laughs> life is good. Unfortunately, Bill is right. There is a, there was a tiger that uh, has coronavirus in one of the New York zoos. Apparently got it from a, uh, from one of the zoo handlers, his, one of his handlers who had brought it in from the outside type of thing. So, yeah, and, and apparently in some other countries, there are pets who have, uh, contracted coronavirus. Last thing I heard, dogs are immune from it, though. Oh,
5: that's and good, because you have a guide dog.
11: That's right. And uh, there was a joke a few weeks ago on NPR. On I, I love to listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And uh, they were talking about the latest, the the best cure for the virus is coming out from the dogs. It's going to be to rub the
2: dog's tummies. <laughs> and let, me, let me ask you a question, and the virus.
5: Can I get a divorce from my wife if I say if I say that, that, that that's, if she has the virus and then say I can't live with her? No, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. Maybe
11: she wants one from you. You never know, man.
5: That, that, that's probably that's probably true.
11: <laughs> and uh, it's it's been absolutely gorgeous, sunshiny days around here for a while. Yesterday, I thought I would just walk home from downtown, and by the time I made it home and Got lost a few times and so on and learned whole new parts of town. I think I had walked over four miles to get home yesterday.
5: How's your weight loss program going?
11: I'm down by 21 and a half pounds.
3: Very good.
11: So trying to keep it up, though, you know, being at home, there's much too much temptation and many too many sweets and cravings and so on and so forth so i'm trying to keep ahead of them i've added get... some aerobics to my workouts and so on
5: let me ask you I a question you, things. Things. you did that long walk with your guide dog does do they do the dogs love walking like that
11: he certainly did his tail was going 90 miles an hour he was thrilled to be out walking like that because i don't we don't go out walking unless there's a good reason and yesterday i had to open up a bank account for our uh Colorado Association of Guide Dog Users. So while I was down there, I said, well, since I'm down here, I might as well walk home, figuring it wouldn't be too bad. But um, I learned something about several of the streets in town that just sort of angle in towards Broadway and do things. And I also learned that you can't always get good directions from somebody who has some some usable site because they tell you to go places that uh, You wouldn't normally walk as a totally blind person. So I didn't take my friend Jim's total directions because he said, oh, just go walk the creek path. And I'm like, yeah, but where does it end? And how do you know? And so on. And he just didn't think about the fact that as a sighted person or I mean, he's legally blind and such, but he still uses his vision. And the fact that he was born and raised here to figure that I would just look around and figure out what's what. And of course, I would not. So we made a big adventure out of it yesterday.
5: Did you have to use Ira to get you home to help you at all?
11: I chose to. After a while after after being lost about the third time, I was like, you know what? It's worth it to me and it's a glorious day and I've got minutes to burn. So I did use an IRA agent and it was great. She Good. kept describing all the really cool open space and stuff and Boulder, we've got a lot of green in Boulder. Right now, and and Boulder's known for being one of these places that has tons of great open space, and and uh, Boulder is like you know whatever it is, 25 miles surrounded by everywhere.
3: Pretty good stuff. Did you have any trouble with the? Did you have to make an appointment to go to the bank, or I'm surprised it's open because most of our lobbies are closed.
11: Uh, yes, it was an appointment, and because um, we were, I, I sent in all the documents and everything ahead to open the account and such. And I was talking with the uh, manager who was setting everything up, and we did make an appointment. And as a matter of fact, he was waiting at the door of the bank to open it when he saw me come walking down the block. And he made darn sure I was the only one who walked in. And And it was only, as far as I could tell, there was only him and one teller in the bank, and that was it.
3: Yeah, you're lucky they were open. Did he do the social distancing thing pretty well?
11: Well, he asked me when I got there if I had my own pen, and if not, he would be happy to give me a brand new one, fresh (laughs) out of the package. And I rummaged in my own purse and gave him a pen and such, and but he did take the money that I had that was cash and at the end I even rounded up a few small I think it was like 18 or 19 cents I scrounged from the bottom of my purse and I was like well I'm virus free as far as I know and so on and and um, and so here's the rest of it and they and he took it and then so did the so did the teller um, I don't believe he had gloves on but I couldn't really tell he made sure he no yeah because he he uh showed me where to sign documents and his hands didn't I didn't notice any gloves on his hands or anything I don't know if the teller did but it was only the two of them and the business was done quickly I assure you
3: very quickly but you got it done I know when I went to set up one for the alumni our new account it was, I had to go four different times to the bank, and I had all my documents every time just to get an account opened up. It was a challenge to get an account, a business account opened up. So, But we got it done, finally, but it, t- it took some time. Yeah, no, I was a little disheartened
7: because I, I thought, oh, great, I'm going to use this uh, mobile check deposit thing, but my bank and i think many of them have a a protocol that before you can do that you actually below your signature have to write the words for mobile deposit only uh, i guess to prevent someone from trying to cash it a second time mine
11: says that but i but i never do it i i just i sign it and i make my signature you know it's definitely not very legible and anything i look i have doctor's handwriting which I suppose is appropriate because my father in law was a doctor, but uh, it it takes it even without that extra writing on it as long as you've got it lined up.
3: Oh, I will try that. Did you try it with IRA? Did you get their help or just do it on your I own?
11: I have done it with IRA before I, I've done it without IRA before. sometimes it's just a matter of um, like with mine, when I do mobile deposit, uh, most of the time it does sort of Line up, and once you start doing it, it will kind of direct you and tell you, you know, a little closer, a little farther. Sometimes it will tell you to use a dark background. So sometimes that can definitely help the matter a little bit. But once you get steady hands at it, you can, for the most part, get it to work.
3: Great stuff.
5: How has IRA affected you since this whole virus thing? Is it harder to get an agent, or is is there an artery problem? Have you had problems?
11: No, i I have not had any trouble with IRA. I haven't had any trouble when I needed to be my eyes. Uh, they've They've both been really good. I know, as a matter of fact, I think IRA hired on some extra agents, uh, knowing that people were at home and doing bunches of different things. And I don't know if anyone is was planning to mention it or not, but there is the new survey that IRA and NFB, ACB, everybody else is talking about that people should be filling out. Um, If Bill, if you don't have it, I can send you the link to it, but but they're encouraging every blind adult in America to fill this out that can fill it out because it's all about uh, being blind during the coronavirus and what our concerns are and needs and so on and so forth.
3: Good. If you don't mind, send me that link or I'll go look it up. Um, see Bill at
11: BillSparks.org?
3: Yep, that'll do it.
11: I will hunt it up right quick and send it in your direction because it's definitely important for people to be filling this one out.
3: Got it. Got it. We'll come back to you, Marianne. Uh, do we have anybody else, Jeff? We or have one done? more. Okay.
5: And your best friend, Bill, out in Chicago.
3: He's going to set me straight.
9: No, no, no. I was going to say, you guys were talking a little bit ago about Prine, the uh, songwriter and singer. Uh, I didn't really know much about his music either, except they played some this morning on the radio. Uh, one song you had, I guess was real popular, something about my grandmother's name was Alice after my mo- my mother was named after my grandmother or some, something like that. It's a long story. But then they mentioned who all sang it. They, they played it by him, and then they played a segment by, by uh, Bonnie Raitt. But then the guy come on and said he read all the names that put that one song out. There must have been about fifteen of the top recording stars over the years that put that thing out. Yeah. I never heard it before. Pro- probably "Angel from Montgomery." Yeah, that's what it was. That was the name of the song, yeah. "Angel from Montgomery," because I didn't. I never heard it before. And then he, so it was the guy on the radio mm-hmm. station here played the one with Bobby Ra or Bonnie Raitt And then uh, then he mentioned after he finished playing that. All the people who put it out, and I mean, there must have been at least—I didn't count them, but I bet you close to a dozen or fifteen top recorders that are put that one song out.
3: Hey, Bill, just I don't asking. Know
9: how Popular, they had it, but I mean, it was. Out. Yeah,
3: just asking a quick question here, Bill. You know, mm-hmm. with all this social distancing and shutdowns and everything, did I read this correctly earlier this morning that your mayor in Chicago there? went and got a haircut when everybody else Oh
9: couldn't. yeah that was a, that was a big stink on the week she got a haircut on the weekend and she the, the woman that cut her hair had a mask on and gloves but she come on somebody called her out on a press conference uh, I think it was Monday. And they and, said it. Yeah, and they called her out and she said, Well you know, I'm in the public eye and I'm on national T V and blah 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 You know, my my looks and hygiene is very important to me and all that you know uh, yeah, but, on and but everybody thought, Well yeah, okay, you know but,
3: Right. But,
9: I you know. <laughs> oh, but real quick. Most of you people won't know these people, but uh, Bill probably knows. Louise. used to be Louise Luna and Louise Barrett.
3: Yeah.
9: Uh, okay. She went to school. She, she left. She married one of the graduates of uh, it 57, Don Barrett. Anyways, her. I talked to her last week on Wednesday, and her son-in-law has the virus. Oh. He lives over in uh, South Haven, Indiana, which is near Portage. And she told me that he went to the hospital on right after he felt real bad. And he went to the hospital on Portage, and he went into the ER, and they checked him and they said, We're full, and we got worse cases. You're not sick enough to be here, so go home and isolate yourself. Well, Bill, you know, that's not
5: unusual, because here in oh, Albany, they he, don't...
9: He had, he had a temperature of 102, though, you know, so they wouldn't even admit him. They off. don't
5: want you to go to the hospital when you have the virus. They don't want you out of the they house. no, they if don't. They think uh-huh. they, and some of the places... Now, I don't know how, many, how blind people can do this, if, if they're going to need some help, but we have a... The company that I'm with uh, the, is Safe Peter's Internal uh, Prime Care Physicians, and they'll do a video chat with you using your iPhone or your computer, if it has a webcam or whatever. Uh, they right. don't want you out of the house at all period if that's the case. So that's that's right. uh, they don't That's all I can tell you. So well, uh,
7: My question is how can they even have accurate statistics? I had a friend who lost a brother-in-law and they don't know how he died and Cook County told him it's going to be 90 days before they can give him an answer.
9: Oh yeah, they're so backed up here with You're right, Mike. They're so backed up here that um, they've even they even put here they haven't put on the news that much. But I know a guy that's uh, in in the political end of the city, more or less. They've actually they've got four refrigerator trucks sitting by the coroner's office to put the bodies in.
5: Here Very in Albany, in New York. Now here in Albany, New York, Bill, what they're doing is there are so many people in the hospitals that they're shipping people in the hospitals mm. or fr- up from Albany, New York. I mean from New York City up to Albany to get treatment in our area because the the hospitals are so overcrowded down in New York City where the virus is, is the most rampant.
9: Oh, yeah, because like hear they're opening up. They're the hospital here. They closed last fall in one of the suburbs here. And they closed it because it wasn't making money. You know, they are in there this week revamping it for the overflow of the virus. It won't be, you can't walk in. It's going to be an overflow for people you can't walk into. It's not an ER place. But they're reopening these old hospitals that they've closed. The Corps of Engineers, the Army Corps of Engineers are going back in and bringing them up to Standard. And, of course, you know, they they put in, I don't know, almost 3,000 beds in McCormick Place. They took over McCormick Place, which is the largest, I think it's supposed to be what, the largest exposition hall in the United States or something. But, anyway, they got 3,000 beds in there. They converted that to a, to a um, flow, overflow for... You can't walk up to it. just not an ER, but for people who are either not bad enough for respirators or, or recovering, they're, they transfer them there.
4: This is off the topic, but did anybody hear anything about the what? What is he and we're going to do with the Victor Trek? They were supposed to be yeah, the, yeah. We're going get to that. last night where they were going to talk about the future of it and what their plans were. And
3: we're going to get to that in just a few minutes, Jennifer. I think
6: we have only one more hand. Get, oh,
3: okay. go ahead, Tim.
6: I was going to say I have a a call to a, at least one, but and the other one I'm not sure of yet. But so okay, if you want me to do that, or do you want me to wait for the uh, other?
3: Oh, Luke, we'll get the hand real quick, and then we'll get the call. Okay, and okay. then we'll get to Jennifer's concern.
6: we are unmuted by host. Go
10: ahead, Gail. I, I, just, um, I just wanted to congratulate Abby on her weight loss, and I'm glad she did so well with her travel and got there and back okay. And I just, that is, to me, I would call that a victory with Big Fat Capital V.
3: Very, very good thing. Uh, Marianne does, does a wonderful job, and yep. she just keeps it up every week. Good, good, good job. All right, Gail. Thank you. Let's see. Tim, go ahead.
6: All right. I I think...
4: Hey, Bill. This is Debbie in Lafayette. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear John Prine died. I didn't realize that. He did a lot of work in bluegrass music, and he was really big on the Americana music scene. Anyway, um, I don't know all the songs he wrote. I I like some of them I've heard, but... Anyway, yeah, his music was very different, and he made a lot of political and social statements in his songs. Anyway, you don't
6: need to put this on the
12: air
4: if you don't Whoops. want to. I don't oh, care. well.
6: <laughs> so stay safe and have a good day. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, it got on the air. I'm <laughs> sorry I didn't listen all the way through.
3: <laughs> that barn door anyway. was open. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim.
5: Uh, I just uh, got a text message from junior He's been waiting on the phone to try to get in in touch with the unemployment, uh, because he can collect unemployment right now. uh, Lots of luck. (laughs) Good luck. Uh, They're backed up forever.
3: Lots of luck. Lots of luck. They're having to revamp call centers and everything else, just trying to keep up with the the demand. In fact, in Miami yesterday morning, people crowded into some areas – and just broke all kind of social distancing rules just so they could get their applications for unemployment. So, what good did that do? Now, um, well, All I can say is, wow. Tim, do you have another one for us?
6: Um. Yeah, we can we can do this one. I'm not sure if if he. Hang on a minute.
3: We never know what we're going to get here. up here. There we go.
2: Hello, my name's Don Hayes from Pontiac. Uh, and our John who did a few songs with uh, Marco Simmons and company, a.k.a. the Cowboy Junkies. Uh, one of them being, If I Was a Woman and You Were a Man, and the other one um, was uh, I believe Sweet Jane and Nuremberg County was done I think by Arlo Guthrie even though there may be a version by uh, John Prine as well I'm not sure of that but I know that a song exists by Arlo Guthrie anyway
6: Thanks a lot. Go and listen. Bye bye. Sorry, the quality mm-hmm. on that that one wasn't that great, but
3: it happens from time to time. And yeah. you know, um, I'm sure you, Tim will Tim will do the topic. You know, I do my radio shows. I'm just amazed of how much the listeners know more about the music than I do. I thought, oh, I'm getting pretty good. No, no. You guys just astound me each and every week and day. And I just said, well, I'm along for the ride, and if I can learn more and get better each and every week, then that's cool. But I got a long, long way to go. Um, all right, Jennifer, you're concerned if we're all through the calls. I haven't heard anything about what they could possibly or what they're possibly thinking about doing with with the Victor stream i don't honestly see how much more they can do unless they want you to buy an upgrade or something else i i i think may in you know like i said how many times i've been wrong this morning but I don't know, and, and it's whatever you guys think too, can call in or, you know, leave a message eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five, and that phone number Chris is what six four six. I'm always forgetting the six phone. four five six five. five five
1: eight eight six five six. The ID is eight four eight seven two five four five zero, and the user ID is just pound.
3: And my question is. What really more? What more feature? What could you do to the Victor Stream? And what would you want on your wish list? Knowing that potentially they either have to sell you a new one, or I mean, I just don't know. Anybody have any ideas or any Victor Stream users here?
4: Even even if they had to sell me a new one, I I wish they would. Get rid of the GPS and put more more memory in it and make it more like the Victor Stream, like the generation before, and just make it Bluetooth so people could use it with speakers or whatever and put more memory in it.
3: Okay, and Jennifer, it looks like we have Beth who maybe maybe she wants to talk about the Victor Stream.
5: I can unmute her right now. Go ahead, Beth.
13: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Um, I see, I do have a Victor Stream. I actually had to buy a new one a couple weeks ago because I, I had unfortunately, I, I accidentally did something a while ago that I wished I hadn't have done. But everything is fine with the, this new one. But now I hear that there's supposed to be a Victor Stream three, the you know, third generation, and I'm thinking, what in the world could be done with the third? Generation and I asked someone about that last week, but I they said that it should have more memory than the ones that we have now, even in the second generation. And I'm I I was thinking someday if it's meant to be, I'll get that because it would be nice to have one that has more input memory. But I know I've got so many. I've got several SD cards for the one that I have now, and I can put you know the, the Highest one is thirty-two gig, so I, I normally use those for my podcasts or old-time radio shows they're different things, and I just I really really do like the Victor Stream. I bought one for myself as a birthday present from me to me back in fifteen, and I'm I'm just really satisfied with
14: it.
3: Yeah, well, in my way of thinking now, I don't know Beth, but it seems to me. If they would go to a third generation, not only would it have to have more memory, but they're going to have to do something about the radio stations because they're depending upon one guy to provide those. And, you know, what if the guy gets out of the business? That's a very, very hard radio database, and I've been there, done that. Right, Michael? Um,
7: Yeah, to me, I mean, to me... I'd even think about it. it would be, right, they would have to integrate with something like TuneIn. I think voice navigation would be an evolution.
3: I or, that, you know, that, well, that was, maybe a could...
5: Well, didn't you off, also offer or, or say, offer, offer to help them at one point with the database for radio stations, audio, and stuff like that? Did, I did. They didn't want your services or something? Right.
3: So, I mean, that's okay. I, I have no problem with that, you know. Uh, but still, you know, Jeff, you know yourself. As soon as you get those radio stations fixed, they break, change. Um I would think some type of voice guidance with I mean everything else can have Lady A, I would think something like that would be great in a device. You know, so they yeah, it's the tuning- hard especially
7: if, if they do ever bring Bard to, you know, Lady A or something. I just Okay. Twenty nine, thirty nine dollars. Versus a, a victor, I just I can't get my head around it, and I keep my mouth shut because it will only Jennifer and I will end up in another argument as we have for twelve or thirteen years.
5: Oh, well, that's but, but that's the fun of it, Mike. Right. Well, I know,
7: but and everyone should have the right to their technologies. There's nothing wrong with that, but I just it just seems like its time has come and gone to me. But that's
3: the the victor stream. Well, you know, a lot of people are very comfortable with that system because it's touch. And they can navigate, you know, they've got the buttons and it does what they want. Now, I've kind of moved away from it somewhat myself because of, you know, it's easier to get the podcasts on the phone and this, that, and the other. And I can get great volumes of them and I don't have to store them on the device. I can just listen to them on demand and blah, blah, blah. But that's me. A lot of people love their Victor streams, and you know it's I like got it that. Like for the Bard
13: too. But yeah, I really.
3: The, like the Victor stream. I don't like tying up my phone with podcasts, but that's just me. Right, but see, I don't get that many phone calls. So
5: part of the problem. Well, it's
4: not even the phone calls. It seems like if I, for a while, when I first started using the Bard app on my phone, it seems like every time I seriously started to read anything that I. And I would get notifications and get interrupted, and then and it's like the Victor Stream. I didn't have that, and, the, and I didn't have to worry about wasting my battery for but, anything because my now phone was ready to be a phone or whatever. But
7: well, then the third gen should really improve the speaker in the device. So
3: oh yeah, I would say a speaker. It might have to operate on some type of system at this point, Mike. You know what I mean? It might... I I, I think they do a wonderful job. I am not a big fan of the GPS because I'm just not. It seemed to me it just wasn't accurate. Couldn't even find my own home address. So, I always wondered about the viability of that, but, now, if you understand, these are just our opinion. But... Now I know Jeff doesn't have a Victor stream. I don't believe. No, I Mike don't. I use it.
5: Bard, and I use my iPhone for that stuff. I've, but, been, I've had for years since, since Bard was available on the iPhone. Well,
7: yeah, I have the original Victor, but I feel I need to upgrade because.
3: I mean,
5: uh, are they still advancing or working on? They used to have a thing called Nearby Explorers. That's still around, or are they? Or, no, that's called something different. Maybe, No, well, that's doing something that? is different.
3: That's that still available. Yeah, well. I think that's went through some other generations, but that's run through American Printing House for the Blind. That's an APH. That's product. an APH product, and I don't know. You know, if anybody's got any thoughts, ideas on that, but but the, you know, the, they
1: had an up an app update not too long ago. It hasn't been within the last couple of weeks, but it has been kind of recent.
5: What app is
1: that, Chris? I'm sorry. Nearby Explorer. Okay. Right,
7: but it. Well, I know it, they lost. All of them lost the 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 uh, databases, whatever. The GPS maps. They had to go to this open map. So is it working pretty good now, Chris? Is it?
1: I don't know. I just have it, and I saw they had an update. I don't use it that much. It's really nice for knowing what's around you. But if I just want to get somewhere. Google Maps work really well. That's kind of where I am as well.
3: Um. Yeah, I, I really like Google Maps. Because the other one, eh, maybe so. Well,
4: maybe. the first year we came here, we used Nearby Explorer all the time, Oakville. No,
3: right, but it was using it Google. Back then? It was good back then. but And we paid for it, and I used it a lot. But when the maps started getting not as good as what I liked, then we had to make other arrangements. And I, you know, we've kind of taken a a step back just a little bit.
7: And that wasn't their fault. I mean, they just lost those maps, the rights to the maps. Right. Well, didn't
4: they turn it into another company that was supposed to keep working on it so it's out of APH or something?
3: Yeah, they did. So, but that, but, just a little bit back to the victor stream if they made the speaker better Mike they might have to make it a little bit bigger I don't know um,
4: well but, no, they can you can have some pretty good sound in small speakers though nowadays
3: and I don't know I mean a lot of people are that that, that little device here has sold a lot of a lot of devices I mean, You know, you could book share on it. Um, But I never really enjoyed the speech so much, listening to it all the time, you know, reading a book.
1: I got a text about the Victor from Dick and Donna, Uh and they would like to see them add a, like, something like a Find My Victor on the iPhone. (laughs) Uh,
2: I could get that, Chris.
5: That would be pretty cool.
4: That would be a good use for those tags like you guys, those tiles like you guys. Right.
1: Yeah, uh, except there's not a real good place to put them in there. You can, right. but. I think it, it, they it
3: got works. a hold of something this morning there. Um, too bad it wouldn't. Um,
7: yeah, your victor's in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Uh-oh. We've got our phone. Gail has her hand. Yeah, good, has i has it. say that. And then, of course, we got the 225 go ahead Gail.
10: Well, i was i was thinking the buttons i'd like to see them a little bit bigger for my fingers raised because you know trying to put it's kind of like the type and speak now that i'm using the computer i'm used to the space between the keys and that with victor stream those things appear to be very very close and yeah there's speech and you, you can't mix, you can't make too many mistakes but Knowing me, <laughs> I just, that's the only thing. The, and also I was wondering, Beth, about, by golly, old time radio with um, the tune in, you know, with the, uh, you know, if you heard anything else about that with the Victor stream, if she's still
3: there. Well, I'm sure she'll answer it in just a second for you.
5: Yeah, she, she is there and she has her hand raised, he raised and we also have Pierre as well, Bill.
3: Okay, let's uh, get Beth real quick, and then we'll get to Pierre because he's a he's a subject all in his own. I so, understand. Um, go ahead, Beth.
13: Go ahead, Beth. Okay. Uh, well, you know, with with TuneIn, I do have, by golly, old time radio on my Victor Stream, and we do have it. We can get it on the computer, but we can't get a Winamp link for some reason. A PLS or M3U file, I should say, and I was hoping that we could, I don't know that that has anything to, one has anything to do with the other. I think it does, but I I know that's a station that Gail and I like, and we wanted to be able to get it a Winamp link, but I can pick it up beautifully on my Victor stream and I can feel the buttons just beautifully on the stream. They don't seem to be as close. Well then maybe it's because my fingers are smaller too.
3: Could be. there. I'll ask this question in just a little bit. A, would there ever be any interest in putting some old-time radio on in some of the nighttime hours on The Legend or on the weekends at some point in time? Because I know we're going on our phone system. I'm expanding and putting a bunch of old-time radio shows, and they'll rotate in and out. But what I just didn't. me for sure. Uh, I didn't know if that would be of any interest. And thank you, Beth. you Let's see if we can get to the real 225.
14: Go ahead, Pierre. Hey, Bill. Uh, well, I know on this Victor Trek that uh, about a couple of months ago, they uh, had an update of a whole lot of maps. And there was a lot of people... Who downloaded those maps and it locked up their GPS? And oh, they've been fussing about that for for two, or three months now that they can't use their GPSs because they froze up, and and they keep calling uh, uh, humanware and they keep saying they're going to fix mm-hmm. it.
3: Well, I think the problem is Pierre, you got too much map and not enough machine,
14: and well. That's what they told these people. They said, you shouldn't have downloaded every map. They said you should have went through and only downloaded the maps that pertain to your area. And, and like, so it locked a, a lot of people units up, and they're mad about it.
3: Well, not only that, Pierre, but uh, I don't know them seeing a whole lot about that. And it's not like, you know, it's it's a difficult thing. I mean some people don't maybe know how to well I got a I don't want Connecticut but I might use Kentucky or I don't want Louisiana or maybe I do and you know what I mean? No you don't
14: want to come here right now. We um, got the virus.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think well we think we might have it here too. But <laughs> but but the point is Pierre that would be a very difficult situation, and I don't know. I, I, maybe it's me, but I've never really got this GPS thing to work real well. Um, but you know, but
14: I know uh, I know three or four four people in St. Louis that downloaded all those maps and their machines locked up.
3: Now, can they? uninstall them I mean if you can put them on I guess you can take them off
14: I don't know you know I, uh, I thought of that one time and I meant to make uh, that suggestion to them and I forgot but I, I I don't know if you can uninstall them can you?
3: Right but I, I don't see any way forward It, and I'm going to go back and check the uh, you know um, Tech Talk archive I should have been there Monday when it was on and see what exactly they're saying and I usually am better prepared than this so I can talk more about it to see but I I can't see anyway but and I don't want to start a rumor that I don't know for fact but it looks like they almost would have to update the whole uh unit do you, do you think you would be interested in updating yours to Whatever Victor stream, whatever it might be, or do yeah, you want
14: it probably,
3: yeah. yeah, and what would you want it to do that it's not doing well, now for you?
14: Well, you know I would update it just because the update's there, but really, it does about everything uh people wanted to do, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I can't think of anything uh, uh, except maybe more radio stations or a different uh, you know uh, than Utoons or or something like that but uh, I mean right now it's doing everything people want it to do
1: they need to bring both channels together when you're not using a headset so that things like the Beatles and things sound like they're supposed to instead of just giving you one channel well yeah uh,
4: I wish they would make it sound a little better for music that to me is it's I know a lot of people use it for music, but that to me is its weakest point is when you listen to music. It's good for talking.
7: Yeah. It sounds like it would benefit them to really focus on content and that like in, Sonos did. It's in, not the best speaker in the world, but they focused on getting the content and making it easy. Yeah. Playing
3: and maybe construct it just a tad bit better. Those um ports or the jacks have a way of breaking on those and i think dave r will tell you those are not the most.
4: One of my big wishes is if they update it to make it a
14: what do they call those chargers like your ipad has the us right and the uh internal uh memory card that's in that thing. I know numerous people that the uh that that card gets corrupted, and most of them just buy a new uh, unit, not realizing that you can change that card. You know, but uh, but those things get corrupted pretty easy.
3: That's
0: true. I think one of the things that happens with the Victor Stream, and a lot of people make this mistake, and um, is when they download something, they don't put it onto the SD card, and they leave it in the men. In, in the memory of the machine, and of course, with you know low memory, something's going to lock up at some point. It and gets I would full imagine GPS. that's probably what the trouble was with the GPS.
3: Yeah, I I, I don't know, but it um, it's a wonderful thing. Now, don't get me wrong. It's a wonderful thing, and it really, really, I think, brought a lot of blind people into the Internet and doing things that they didn't ever think were, were possible. So, you know, they, they, it, it's worked well. Dave, and, does the
5: stream have the ability for you to restore it back to factory specifications from when, when you originally got it?
3: Yeah, you
0: can actually do that. I've had to do that a couple of times for one reason or another, something I did.
1: Donna Walker just went into her Victor and looked at her maps and she said it does take up a lot of memory but what she found out was when she moves things to the SD card like maybe something that's stored in the internal memory instead of the SD card it does give you the option to work with your maps a little better
3: yeah
7: so maybe so, they should make that a fall or something to detect the card and, and prompt people to move big things like maps onto the card
6: that would be a good idea. Yeah. I have a call on the request line about the stream, or, well, one of the Victor products, I'm
3: not sure. Okay, anyway. we'll find out.
12: Good morning, everyone. This is Bonnie in Southern California. Of course, I had to weigh in on the Victor Reader stream. I thought initially you were just talking about the trick. Um, I hope they don't change it. Uh, there seems to be a big market for it. I have to say the only improvements I would make is, the speaker I would probably not care so much about the Bluetooth seems like involving the middleman as much as I love Lady A for everything the Victor stream is such a great content device for blind people and I know you guys are honestly you may not feel this way you're among the tech elite I'm one of those people who clearly was waiting in the wrong line when they were handing out the tech gene. And yet the stream is something I quickly learned to master, unlike the iPhone, unlike what you guys are so good at. And when I attended Braille Institute for Technology, for every person like you guys, I must have run into 12 or 15 other blind people of all amounts of vision loss and um, how long they'd been blind who took to the victor and were able to do, to do the victor and may not have done so well with the iphone for content i bragged to my cited friends a lot about this content device that i have it's called the victor reader stream i use it as other people use iphone for just about everything including podcasts and i sure hope it continues to sell i agree about the memory and that's that it thanks
3: Please keep us updated. Spot on, Bonnie. You were spot on. And by the way, just for all everybody's information, just a few moments. We have something that's lost in the archive here. We got something called a demo coming up in just a few minutes. <laughs> this, Is
6: this the one we've been promising the last two weeks?
3: <laughs> oh, last month or two anyway.
6: Yeah, it's been a while. I know. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to um, do you
5: want to take Beth Mullen's call? Yeah, or do no, you, yeah, would you, would yeah, you yeah, call, to him? I don't
6: know. I don't. No, I don't. But I was just going to make a real quick comment on um, things that I do. I I use my phone for reading quite a bit, and I've noticed that since they made the last uh, upgrades or whatever to the Bard uh, site that uh, things download really fast. I got a 26-hour book and it only took less than two minutes.
3: <laughs> but, you know, and I'm going to say this about Bonnie's thing real quick here, and that is, Bonnie is spot on. For every one of us who might do the there's a lot of people who just feel at home and very comfortable with the Victor Stream. There's always going to be that type of market. That's why this blind shell, the the telephone, is just taken off like gangbusters. Well,
4: part of it for me too is I used to read outside lots of times, and if you ever hold something in your hand uh, and fall asleep reading, I'd rather it be my Victor Stream I drop than my phone
3: on the cement I'd really rather do none of them
4: if given well, the yeah, choice I'd rather do none of them but if right. I was going to drop one I'd rather it be or I'd put that phone down in a rubber case than my phone
3: right but uh, they're really not designed for that too much but it would work uh, but still but you know Bonnie is spot on when, when she talks about a lot of people are very comfortable with that and that's that's good. That's why we have so many different devices. Now if they would just make a a TV with the new cable box I got, then we'll talk about that at some time. Just so we could just flat out watch the TV and not have to use one, two, three different devices in order to power it off or do this, that and the other, and the technician doesn't act like he's doing you a favor by doing this.
7: Well, I think Samsung may make some TVs like that. They have some $300 TVs that have the Bixby and have the Roku and everything built in, so they might be able to emulate.
3: I got
5: a sledgehammer, Bill. That might fix your
7: problems, but then you'd kill me if I used it. What I'm saying is
3: this new accessible TiVo they gave us is very accessible, works very well. The, You know, it just works perfect. I mean, it, but now I can't use my Amazon, so um, with it. Um, since we added this sound bar, and it's all went when the cable company came and screwed things up, so maybe we're going to have to untangle that one of these days.
7: Yeah, so, I have some theories about that, but I don't want to go into it here. But. Yeah, no, there's,
3: there's something we... We don't want to bore you all with that, but that's just one of my rants. Give me something I can turn on and use. But I do love the accessibility that is great great And before and we I go like to the, the
4: di- voice and it. it has a nice voice
3: oh yeah the the, the when you do the um, what do, what does Jeff want to call it the SAP channel but the channel where they describe the video or you know what's going on that's very clear on here maybe being clearer than the Amazon but you know it works well but do we have some more raised hands before we I do
5: we have two more.
3: Before I get my watch name, we have fixed. Beth and
5: we have Marianne. So okay. I'll go to Beth. I think Beth may be more, again, and then we'll get to Marianne. All right. Well, go ahead, Beth.
13: Thank you, Jeff. Um, I was just going to say one more thing about the Victor Stream. Whenever I uh, whenever I download a, a, a podcast that I want to keep, I make certain to put them in the SD on one of my SD cards, and then I rename that particular card to whatever that particular podcast is the the podcasts were, and really works out good that
3: way. Yeah, that's a good that's a good idea. And speaking of podcast, I think we'll be launching that probably later this week or we'll be adding a fourth podcast to our little podcast list here. Um what are we gonna call it Michael? I forgot what we called it.
7: Oh you mean the uh in the
3: Air School for the Blind podcast. Yeah, the, the Blind the one podcast. For, for the alumni. We're right. going to have our okay. own podcast for people to listen. And um, we'll have interviews from people from the school and, you know, different alumni and all that good kind of stuff. And I don't care if you're from Minnesota, you might even like it. So I think you'll find it interesting. So that'll be our, our fourth member. And thank you, Beth. Let's see. All right, Marianne.
5: Go ahead, Marianne. Hello. Well,
11: first of all, a couple of little comments. For one thing, see, Bill, your first problem was you let that cable guy in your house. That's, that's the deal right there. That screws up the whole world. Yeah. So now you have to go back and fix it. True. Um, for two, my husband and I uh, both got book census. Actually, it was my treat to myself 10 years ago after I worked for the census. I spent my money to buy BookSense for college and since then my husband has gotten the upgrade to the BookSense, mainly because the voice is definitely better than it is on a Victor Stream, there's more features to a Victor Stream, but for somebody with a hearing impairment, the BookSense had clearer voices and such and he still likes to use it as a dedicated reader and things like that and I'm addicted to having one device in my pocket and call it that so you know we kind of we have a split household that way which makes sense everybody has their own unique everything but we still also have we have our podcatchers on the on the apple tv and on the a lady and so on as well and on the phones for our podcasts and we share bard books in either in any of a million ways together the other thing i wanted to share with you guys before go to the demo is that a friend of ours who is an audio describer here in the denver area uh, and she was trained by dr joel schneider and she's a premier describer here in denver wrote the audio describe script for the movie sherlock and she's going to be describing it live on thursday night for anybody who's interested and i've sent the information to bill if he wants to drop it in the podcast but she's also describing a piece from the 1984 olympics the uh the figure skating the dancing competition she's describing the one that was the perfect perfect score uh competition from the ice dancing for anybody who is interested in something cool like that she's doing that at 9 p.m eastern and such, and uh, if Bill wants to publicize that link out, he certainly can. And all are welcome. And spread the word, and so on. She's just doing this because she enjoys describing things, and uh, she's a she does audio description script writing for movies and TV shows and all kinds of stuff. And she's just offering this out as content to the blind community.
3: That is so cool. So very, and it's a
11: good movie we saw it last thursday and it was a very good movie she only has to pause it a couple of times when she switches her document scripts and so on and so forth but she does a pretty flawless read which is really cool because she actually wrote the script and exactly where to put all the dialogue and everything and she does a really good job of it
3: yeah you know, it There's
4: takes an a, art to that it amazes yeah. me like when you see people that are good at it it there's
11: and an art and she's, she's very good, and she's described a lot of life She's done live theater out here for us. She does... She's actually described the rodeo, which I wasn't able to go to, but it would have been really cool. That would be hard, I bet, to do I that. would imagine.
7: All right, Marianne, here's a question for you. What is a forlorn pince? A what? Uh, it's a term I hear a lot in described content. She gazed with a forlorn pince. Um, I mean, I, I can would guess say, as well. I, when I, I remember one movie. I
11: would I, say and, probably like a very oh, like a very very sad and wistful kind of wishing face.
7: Right. Right.
11: Yeah. I've never heard Bonnie actually use that term, but I can imagine it.
4: That but is. It was cool. Like, I don't know if anybody got a chance to see to uh, watch it, but last time in the the Winter Olympics when they did, in prime time, they did a lot of them with video description. That was pretty cool. Especially like the swimming relays and things because they were telling you the times.
11: Well, Bonnie saw this one from 1984. There was a recent kind of uh, sort of rediscovery of perfect moments in the Olympics. And uh, she used to live with with a blind friend for about 10 years. And she said, oh my God, the, the things this lady wanted me to describe because they were so cool, things that we could never appreciate in the way that sighted people can, like like ice dancing and things like that that are just absolutely beautiful, but how would we know? So she, when she saw that, she's like, man, this would be something really fabulous to describe. So she's going to do that before she does the movie.
3: Well, it's, this is an evolving thing, and I think we'll pull together some resources about that for, you know, in the future. So, you know, resources and things that that we can put in the links to do that, because that's that's kind of a cool thing. We okay. might as well take advantage of all these resources we have. And thank you, Marianne. Very insightful.
6: I was going to mention, Bill, that. Uh Nothing to do with uh, description, really, but uh, I was quite impressed with the, the NFB last Thursday did a nationwide live presidential release, and they had over 800 people in Zoom, and it worked very well. I was. I'm sure all the hundred were pretty much muted, right? I mean, that yeah, funny? yeah. <laughs> you were, you were well, yeah. muted until you uh, you had to raise your hand if you had a comment, and,
7: and and they would have had more, but I think when they first set up, they accidentally had it capped at 300. So yeah, they did. The Might have went over a thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that, that's it, probably it, true.
3: I'm telling you, it's coming and going that way, even when we get through this crisis here in the, one or two weeks, right, right. But when we, when we get out of this and we get on the other side, there's going to be some good that come out of this. And one of them is learning to communicate in a different way. And this is going to open up some changes for that. Because I think people have learned to appreciate what some of these things can do. And you're right the NFB and we'll see if the ACB can step up to the plate and do that you know in in July I don't know if the NFB has their convention and I say if and we'll we'll find that out but it's you know they will be using Zoom again but I commend them
6: it's, I have but, a feeling that they won't have their convention I'm just Speculating, but uh I noticed like almost all the summer festivals around here have been cancelled now, right uh, aquatennial, which is real big in july that's that's all gone now
7: well it's my understanding because that not everyone could get in there looking at alternate technologies to zoom, which to me, if you were going to do a convention, you would have a live stream. not everyone needs to be in Zoom unless they're contributing right. So oh, right, if they out.
3: just want to listen. If they just want to listen. for Do we have any more hands before? We have
5: Gail and Jerry. So uh, take your pick. We'll, uh, we'll uh, get to Gail and Jerry, and then I know you want to get to the demo. So.
3: Right, because I need to get my watch fixed. The battery's out. And, Go ahead, Gail.
10: I haven't heard anything as I far as the NFC. They're still saying it's going to be, but I have the funny, funky feeling that it's not going to be because of the the situation and and we'll probably do and one other thing as i listened to the um that um presidential release and i did a dumb thing i should have my screen reader or turned off my screen reader because i kept hearing uh you know so and so left the meeting so and so joined the meeting and so and so left the meeting and so and so joined the meeting throughout this whole thing and it was rather a distraction to me that was the only but it was probably something I could have done myself. To yeah,
7: well yeah, I want to interrupt you and tell you this because this is very important for people to know. This there is a for JAWS users there is a very important command to use in Zoom, and that is uh, Alt Windows S, and that will turn off all of those announcements, and then you can just listen to the presentation without worrying. I about thought
10: it. I could use Insert A and then um, disable the screen reader.
7: No, no why do why, why why do, do all that then? when you don't have to? Screen reader, just use alt Windows S and then it'll turn off all of those Zoom announcements and then you can just listen to the presentation.
3: Well,
10: if someone can send me that information, that would be great. Thank you.
6: Okay, and now I was gonna email. say if if it's N V D A you can turn off speech by doing an insert S twice. And then to turn it back on do another insert S. Well,
3: there you go. You learn keystrokes, you learn things about Victor Streams and all kinds of things and facts and describe videos and who knows what you're gonna hear. But now, Chris and Dave, I think we've got all the oh, we have Jerry. No, we got we? two hands,
5: but okay. it's, it's up to you if you wanna play the demo first and so we can get to the hands after it. I'm much well. Well let's Bill. just I'll leave it up to you, Bill. Let's get
3: the hands and then we'll go full force on this watch. Go ahead and bring somebody in. Jeff.
5: Okay, I'm sorry. All right, go ahead, Jerry.
8: Okay, uh, we we're so Judy and I are excited about something. Um, a lady from our church who, well, she knows us because she really knows nothing about blindness issues, but we're going to try a uh, interactive Bible study tomorrow using Zoom. And you know, this is this is this is really uh, progressive that she thought of a way that everybody could get involved uh, in it and uh, we'll tell you how it works out next week.
3: Well that's what you're doing right now, Jerry, is Zoom. So that's what we use here, because you just call in the number, so that's what you're using right now, so it should work.
5: I will, nobody gets okay, yeah, yeah, Go ahead, Marianne.
11: I will make this very quick. Uh, the announcement as part of the press release is that we will know details about the NFB convention probably late this week or early next week. I know the lawyers who are looking at the, uh, the hotel contracts and so on and so forth, and they're going through it very thoroughly, and then they're going to discuss all the findings with the board and make their decision this week.
3: Thank you, and we'll stay tuned for all of that. You know, I think things are going to have to improve a whole lot. But, hey, what do I know? Um, Let's see, Jeff, do we have any more?
5: Well, let me just check again.
3: No, we don't have any. Okay. All right. Guys, say it quick. We're going to go to the demo right now. Do you have anything that you want to say before we do the watch demo here?
1: No, not really. It's pretty much self explanatory, except we've taken watches to several places and they've ruined them. Well, not ruined them, but they haven't been successful. They haven't uh, talked after that.
3: On we go. And maybe we won't talk after you get through here. We'll see.
0: Good morning everyone, well today uh, rather than to do a demo I'm going to do a little bit of repairing of a watch. Actually what I'm going to do is try to explain to you folks um, that are mechanically inclined how you can change the batteries in some of these talking watches. So I will attempt to do this now this can work for most women's watches and most men's watches there are different types so they may use different type of batteries the one that I'm going to um, do the uh, repair on one that is uh, uh, we purchased it from Amazon however I don't think they have anymore, right now anyway um, it was made by Time Chance and it is a solar talking watch and uh, the watch is pretty decent, I know a couple people that have them and they really like them um, Most of the men's watches, for example, uh, and and most women's watches, unless they are extremely small, are going to use similar type batteries. Um, A lot of the uh, men's watches are going to use either a CR2032 battery um, uh, CR2025 or a 2016 battery. Now this one uh, in this particular case is a it takes a rechargeable lithium 2016 battery um, because it can use solar power to charge the battery and it has a uh, has it comes with a charger that is basically a light and you put the watch onto the charger by laying it face down on top of the charger and that charges the battery if you don't get enough sunlight on the watch to charge it now in the men's watches uh, for example and in the women's are pretty much the same some of the watches have uh, four screws on on the back of the watch. Um, in this case, this watch has just right where the where the um, the brackets that hold the the band to the watch, where it's actually connected to the watch, you know, and then your band is connected to these brackets. Uh, but right on each corner of these brackets, there be uh, two screws. On if, if I turn this unit, the watch with the bite buttons facing me, for example the left side you'll feel a round back of the watch that is if you flip it so it's face down and when you come to the edge of the back in each corner there's a tiny little screw there and there's there's four screws two in each uh, on, on the left end and two on the right with the buttons facing me and you need a little jeweler screwdriver and you might have to if you have a set of it's probably going to be close to being the small jeweler screwdriver phillips screwdriver that you have and you want to make sure that that screwdriver fits into those screws they make a, um, if you don't have a magnetic screwdriver, they make some gizmos. I think we had talked about it one time on the uh, coffee club with this. It's a little gizmo. It doesn't cost very much. You can get them on Amazon to magnetize screwdrivers. So you might take that Phillips screwdriver and magnetize it by sticking it into the holes of this little magnetizer and just slide it in and out and in and out and in and out like maybe 50 or 60 times and it will magnetize that screwdriver so then unless you already have, if you already have a magnetic jeweler screwdriver you're going to Um, lay the watch face down um, and depending on the band you have if it's a uh, a strap band then you're gonna you're gonna open that up so that the uh the band is straight out on each end so that you can see the back of the watch if it's a like a twist of flex you can just flip it around so that the, uh, just twist it around so that the uh, the piece that would go on your arm is going to be covering the face of the watch. So then you got the back clear to where you can get to these four screws. Now, what I like to do, and sometimes I forget, uh, but as a safety measure, uh, for example, if I have the buttons from the watch facing me and the back is facing up, so if I was looking down at it, I'd be looking down at the back of the watch, Uh, what I would want to do, uh, some of these watches are very, very particular, how you put the back, back on the watch because if you don't put it on correctly, it won't talk because the speaker is built into the back of the watch, and that's the way it is with almost every watch that's out there.
1: And sometimes even if it does talk, it would
0: be really fuzzy. Right. So what I would recommend is uh, when you find the back of the watch, I would take... For example, with the buttons facing me, um, between the watch and where the band is connected, I would put a little piece of tape on the right-hand side, down in between the uh, watch band and and uh, the back of the watch. Put it down in there, just a uh, oh. Uh, an inch or so so you can mark it and then you're going to put a piece of tape on the back of the watch so that those two pieces of tape one is on the side of the watch and the other is on the back of the watch so that you can line that back up. In this particular case, the only way you could mess up is if you turned the uh, the back around so that the four screws might have been reversed from left to right or right to left. And um, but I'm going to mark it anyway with a piece of tape. Now, the first thing I'm going to do is take my Phillips screwdriver. I'm going to remove the four screws in the back of the watch and I have a magnetic screwdriver that's going to hold these screws and I just got one of these uh, for Christmas Uh, a friend of mine uh, gave me one of these magnetizers I used to have one and I lost it (coughs) so I magnetized the jeweler screwdriver and I'm going to take these screws out it'll take me a minute or so to take the screws out, well it shouldn't take too long And I'm taking the uh, first screw out and I got that out. I'm going to put it in the bowl. Okay, I got one. I'll take the rest of these screws out. They're pretty uh, easy to get to. like I said, they're on each corner and if you stick your finger down in there you'll feel these little, now they are very small screws and that's why you want the magnetic screwdriver because otherwise if you drop them you may have a little trouble trying to find them and believe me I've done that before. Now I have my screws four screws out of the watch. Um, this one, it has a dead battery. And the battery that I have uh, should have a charge in it because it was never used. And it's going to have at least a, a little bit of charge in it when I, when I replace it with this battery. <coughs> so, I've got the four screws out. And I'm just going to take a fingernail and pull the back off of the watch and keep in mind we put a piece of tape on the right hand side of this uh, back and the right hand side of the watch so that we can line this up when we go to put it back on. We don't want to reverse those screws, the ends. So, I have the, uh, I've got the, the back removed from the watch. Now, when you open up the watch and you want to be careful because you know there's some fragile electronics inside there uh, but there, are, there is a round plastic piece that is covering the bracket that holds your battery into place. It's round, and it's it's just stuck on there, so you want to remove that. But you want to pay attention when you take it off because there's two, three, four little slots. Two are bigger than than the other two, Um, and so when you take that off, those two bigger slots, um, they line up with, they look like little springs that are sticking up off the watch, you'll see two of them in there. So when you take it off, look at where those slots are and how they're lined up with that, those two springs so that when you, you, if you want to put it back on it, it's not really necessary, but it's a good idea because it, it's a little bit of protection for your battery. So you want to pull, take a fingernail or something and, and pull that round piece of plastic off. It's a little bit thicker than a piece piece of paper, well, might be about as thick as a piece of braille paper, maybe.
1: Fortunately,
0: I Okay, I pulled that little plastic round piece off, and I made note of where those slots are, where, where it fits around the, those springs. And there's two other slots, and there's two little points, like one on each side of the watch, in, inside the watch one on the left and one on the right and those that plastic when you put it on the two slot bigger slots will line up with those two springs and the two little slots will line up with those two little tips that are sticking up So, anyway, I have that off. The next thing I'm gonna see in there, if I take my fingers in there, I'm gonna see a little metal bracket that runs from front to back on the watch. It's almost right dead center in the middle of the uh, watch. It runs with the buttons facing me, and uh, I'm looking at the front of the watch. So from front to back, then there is a metal bracket it goes from front to back and in the middle of the bracket it's open and you can, if you take your finger and you stick it in there you can feel the top of the battery so <clears throat> with the buttons facing you, well in this case it's facing me on the front end of that bracket if you reach your hands and find the very end where that bracket stops between the case of the watch and the bracket you need your little jeweler's screwdriver and you're going to take your jeweler's screwdriver and what you're going to do is you're going to put it down in alongside the very edge of the front of that bracket and you're going to take it down alongside the the, the, it goes down to sort of like a point but not quite Uh, on the one side of the uh, edge of that bracket it's slotted so what you want to do is you want to you want to press the edge of that bracket to your right now some of them may you may have to flip it or push it to the left, and that will let one end of that bracket come loose from the watch and If you very carefully pick that up and sort of fold it back don 't force it, just fold it back and and let it lay back as far as it 's going to go, but don 't force it if it stops. once you do that, then you can see the whole top of the battery. Now, you will, I have a um, I have a little flashlight here that has a, a magnet on it and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this little flashlight of mine and it's got a telescopic magnet on it and <laughs> it's sticking to everything else that's in my way <laughs> So, but anyway I got the uh, <clears throat> one end of my flashlight has it looks like a, a radio antenna if you if you pull it out it's telescopic and I can take that magnetic part and put it right in the center of the top of that battery and it'll stick to the battery and, and then lift that battery away from the watch and it'll come out and you want to make note of which way you took it out the battery is it's real thin one side of it's completely flat if you flip the battery upside down you'll see it's flat up to a point until around the edges and then it gets a little skinnier that's the plus side of the battery so you want to make sure you know which way you took that battery out. Then you put the, uh, once you take that battery out, this one in this case is a, is a 2016 uh, lithium rechargeable battery. And um, so I've got let me get my battery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I don't need a magnet to put it down back in there, although you could if you wanted to, but it's easier if you got some fingers to guide the battery and you're going to slide it down into the hole where you took the other battery out with the flat side of the battery facing up. And that opposite side that's flat on the bottom, but sort of skinny around the edges. You'll 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 see what I mean. It's sort of puffed out on the bottom around the uh, edges, and and so you can tell that that is the plus side of the battery. So I have paused there for a minute. I forgot I had started the machine, but anyway, um, <clears throat> I've got the uh, the bat the new battery sitting into into place. Now I'm going to take that bracket that we folded back and that we didn't fold it back too far because we don't want to bend it because it's still connected on on the back end of the watch now i'm going to take that bracket and i'm going to bring that bracket forward so that it comes down against the watch and i'm going to take my little uh Screwdriver. Soon as I find it, here it is. Take my little screwdriver and push down on the front edge of that bracket. And when I push down, I'm going to press the bracket just a slight bit. I'm going to put take my uh, screwdriver down the right hand side of the front edge of that battery. You don't have to push it down very far. And push it. I'm gonna hold the bracket down with one hand and take the screwdriver and press it counterclockwise or to the left, and you'll feel it snap into place. And that holds your battery. Now, that we got the battery in there. Then we, go to, we have to put the we have to put the back back on the watch. So the buttons of the watch are facing me. The piece of tape is on my right hand side, between where the band was and where the band is, and where the uh, watch starts. And now i 'll take my the back, which is your speaker, and find that piece of tape that I put on there. turn that around so that it lines up with the piece of tape that I have on the watch and i 'm going to lay that back down onto the watch okay so, do that and let's see okay we have the back laying down onto the watch now i'm going to take my magnetic screwdriver and go to my bowl i'm going to get one of those little wee tiny screws and put the head of the screw onto the screwdriver and I'm going to go to each corner of the watch and put the screws back into the back of the uh, watch, and they'll and tighten them up, and that'll they'll uh, attach the back to the watch. Now, when you when you put these screws in, you want to if you remember uh, that I said uh, there's one in each corner, so you got four of these screws to put back in. So when you put them in, don't force them. Turn them in so that they're tight. Uh, just a little more than finger tight. In other words, you don't you don't. It's plastic, so uh, at least the back is plastic. The case is is metal uh, on this particular watch, but you don't want to force them because you don't want to drive that screw down through the plastic and you know uh, break out the hole. So anyway, I'm putting the uh, screws back into the watch. I'm gonna do the uh, first one, and the second one. is going to work. Now some of these watches when you change the battery if there was any power left in that watch at all, um, which there may have been just a touch of power left in that watch, it uh, it may display the time but it may be off it could be 12 hours off it could be an hour off or whatever depending on uh, when the time changed or whatever when this thing decided it was going to die so I don't know how this is going to work, but the first thing I'm going to do, I have the uh, the screws are all tight, and I'm going to flip my band, they've had a twist-to-flex band, I'm going to flip that back over so that it's just as if I was going to put it in my arm, and I have it on my in, in my hand, and out what's going on here if it, if it held the time that'd be great but uh, well, I can't say that it will and if it doesn't now this is daytime and since it is an atomic watch which is kind of I guess you could say radio controlled uh, by WWV um, I can take the watch um, Overnight, I can I can uh, I can let it update by itself, which it will. Now, now I wouldn't leave it outside overnight, but if you can stick it in a window, but I found out uh, a lot of times uh, late evening or, or or I should say early evening, I can take it outside and hold in the time button on the watch, which is the right front. Button and just hold it in until you'll hear a little brrrr, like that when you hear that little bit of noise you let go of that button and that throws it into update mode and then when the watch is updated all you know, ready to go, and, and it will set the date and all that kind of good stuff.
1: And it'll stop the whirring noise. That's how you'll know.
0: Yeah, you'll hear the watch once you hear that. Um, in a little, and don't touch it. Don't, then don't you don't let go of it. Don't touch any buttons and let it let it go. And you could try this in the daytime, but the trouble is that the radio signal that controls the watch is pretty weak in the daytime because it's a shortwave signal. And Uh, Most of you guys know what that is. So, you'll hear it start whirring after a little while. And when it does, just let it go. And when it stops, the watch will be updated. Now, uh, sometimes if it lost all of its power, when you change the battery, you're going to have to go into the settings of the watch. And you'll have to uh, set the time zone and... uh, any other settings you want to set, like chime on and off, you know, alarm on and off, anything like that, you might want to do that uh and then you do the uh and then you do the update thing like like I said, press and hold the right front button. Until you hear the little whir noise, and when you hear the whir noise, just let it go, and it will take its take care of itself. Now, if you do this, if you do it at night, put it in the window. And just press and hold that button until the whirr starts and then the whirr will disappear just a short like that uh, once that disappears just let it go and eventually you'll start whirring again but you don't need to worry about it because when it's done the watch will be ready to go so anyway um I'm gonna st- try this watch now. Then <laughs> I'm done rattling at the mouth. And the time is nine thirty-two p.m. Looks like we're what an hour off. Yes. So it, it it did have a little bit of power in the battery.
1: It reset it. It's it's now on. Um,
0: it's 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 on um, standard time. Standard time. So will um, all all, all I'm going to do is just wait today and I'll I'll put it in the window uh, this evening and uh, it will take care of itself it will update itself and when I pick it up in the morning it will be ready to go so as I said now if you 're using the watches that don 't have the four screws in the back then that's the battery change will change just about the same. Uh, as far as that goes but when you take the back off it's a little different because they don't have screws it's just a round back like the one that's on this watch Uh, but except on the four corners there are no screws but what there is when you have the watch facing you so that the buttons are faced when you have the buttons facing you with the watch upside down uh, and you look at the back between where the band goes on the watch and the watch if you feel the edge of the back there is a real tiny slot you could you feel it with a fingernail and so what you're going to need is either a jeweler's tool or a jeweler's screwdriver and you put the edge of the uh, screwdriver in that slot and keeping the uh, edge of the uh, screwdriver in the slot pressed down towards the band and the back will pop off. So here again you might want to mark Left side, I mean the the right side. If you're facing you with the buttons, you're gonna mark with a piece of tape or whatever you want to mark the uh, the watch itself and the the back because that one's critical. Because if you get that turned around and you put that on the watch any other way than where where you, the way you took it off, it won't talk.
1: This is why he has learned to change the batteries in our watches because anymore, it's really hard to find people that know how to
0: do it right. Right. We've taken our watches to the jewelers and they busted we took, all We of them. took
1: four of them one time and they messed up all four of them. <laughs> and they wouldn't listen. We tried to tell them, well, you've got to be sure you got the back on right. They would not listen. We finally just took them home and he was able to fix them. So
0: If you just take that, make sure that the piece of tape that you put on the back and the piece of tape that's on the watch line up perfectly, so that when you snap that watch, that back, back, it'll snap back on because there's no screws in it. So you you uh, you snap that back on, reset your watch, and. Uh, because the batteries are you know will change the same way as the way I described uh, on the watch that, that I just did the battery on so that'll work pretty much the same. And um, you can uh, either manually update the watch if it's if it's an atomic watch. You know you can uh, you can let it update by itself. If it's a manual watch, you'll have to go into your. And if it's not atomic, uh, the batteries are going to change about the same. And there's two styles of those: one with screws and one without. And so you will have to decide which one you got. And uh, if it's a manual watch, then you'll have to go into the settings and set the time and uh, all that kind of stuff. Now, you can do that with this watch that I changed the battery, but I like it to do the update so that I know that the atomic part of the watch is, is working. That way I know that the watch is always going to be right. Well, we hope that it's always right. So anyway, that's pretty much... Um, how that works and if anybody has any questions um, they can always email bill sparks at, bill, at org. that's bill at billsparks.org and if he doesn't have any, any of the answers to any of the questions he'll get a hold of me and I'll be glad to make sure you get the answers to the questions that you may have
1: or if you have any questions or comments during this live broadcast about this item or this not this item but this demo you may call all 646-558-8656 that's 646-558-8656 when you're asked for a meeting id enter 848-725-450 that's 848-725-450 press pound when instructed when you're asked for a user id press pound one more time and you'll be in the zoom room with us where you can can make your comment about this demo or ask
0: your question. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another another exciting
3: demo. Uh, Well, wait a minute. Let me get everybody back in here. There we go, guys. Is everybody back? We're here. Okay. I
6: think we're here. (laughs) Yep. I believe. And Jeff, I forgot. Which song you want? To say. <laughs> Nothing can
5: change the shape of things to come, and I wish I could tell you oh, who doesn't.
6: Okay, yep, I'll I'll think of it here.
0: Yeah. So we we thought we would do that because if if you're mechanically inclined and you want to save yourself a few bucks, you know you can you can change your own battery and not have to worry about somebody busting a thing.
5: I, I admire you for being able to do that. I'm all thumped when it comes to that kind of stuff, Dave, but I really do admire you for being able to. Uh...
0: The only the only thing that I wanted to add to that that I, I didn't put in the demo, uh, when I changed the battery in the watch, you if, you if you do it real fast, if there's any power left in the battery, like evidently there was, it wouldn't talk, but evidently there was enough power, there's capacitors and stuff like that in the electronics in the watch and it holds your power for uh, a couple of minutes before it dies out so if, if, as long as you change the batteries pretty fast a lot of times you can get away with changing it without having to go in and to the settings and reset the watch
1: of course the first couple of times you do that you might not be that fast i don't yeah. think i would
0: so you, you just go look- into the I'm 70. clumsy enough that
5: I'd be afraid that I'd drop the battery on, the, on my, my carpet and I'd never, I'd never find it. But it get lost in my vacuum
0: cleaner.
1: Well, so you get a tray or a.
5: No, I know, I know, mm-hmm. I know.
0: That's why it's nice to have something with a magnet on it because you know, <laughs> I can remember one time when uh, Chris had this whole tray of straight pins. And I knocked it off the table, and there's all these thousands of straight pins (laughs) all over the floor.
1: So what was the question he asked me? You wouldn't happen to know how many were in
3: there, would you? (laughs) uh, No. He might do that.
0: So I had a magnetic um, strip that I used. and I put it down on the floor and just started turning it around in circles, and we found them. It took maybe about three different tries but we
3: got them every one
0: we found every one of those things I don't know how we did it but
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh what a what a mess I was just putting out another crisis here Chris <laughs> so
5: hey I wonder what your recipe is today how, yeah. how many did Flash find
3: uh, none
0: we were none. lucky we, we were able to find all of them
1: he was sleeping um I had been asked last week or the week before for a window, my window cleaner recipe. So that's the recipe I have. Are you ready? We're ready. Okay. For one quart. Now, you don't have to be exact on this stuff, but about a quarter cup of rubbing alcohol. No, I'm sorry, a half a cup of rubbing alcohol. Just the regular kind you buy to disinfect with. Not the drinking kind. Um, One-fourth cup of white vinegar, about two tablespoons of ammonia, and just a dash of dishwashing soap, just a little short squeeze, and enough water to finish filling the quart. And you hopefully put it in a spray bottle, but if you don't, you can refill a spray bottle with that quart. Uh, You can refill the spray bottle we have, I think you can refill twice, so... And it works. It's really good. It's pretty strong, but it's really good.
3: Yeah, that that is good.
6: By the way, Jeff, I've gotten two calls or two emails. I should well one one of each, saying it's Max Frost and the Troopers. Thank you. I, I didn't know who did it, but
5: I. Uh, what about question, Chris? What's for lunch today?
1: We have plenty of leftovers. I think we're going to have, Dave may have the rest of the beef stew, and I might have the leftover spaghetti, and there's not a whole lot of either, so we might also both have a ham salad sandwich. So it's just kind of a little bit of a buffet.
4: So is this your famous chicken spaghetti or spaghetti with sandwiches? No, this is
1: just regular spaghetti.
3: Well, that sounds good. We're going to have more ham today.
0: Nothing wrong with that. More
3: ham tomorrow.
5: And And today is the first. Oh, I'm sorry, Jennifer. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: It's actually been a pretty good ham.
3: Yeah, it's been pretty good. You might as well get used to it.
5: (laughs) And tonight is the first night of Passover for those who observe it. And yes, my stepdaughter is going to be conducting her a seder. Uh, and it's going to be done through Zoom and I've been invited to come to the Zoom meeting So,
3: well that's that is really cool uh, Zoom is becoming quite, quite, quite popular a very good demo of the watch I think I'll take my chances and take it to the jeweler ten bucks but may not work but I didn't think it was going to work anyway but it did So, but there's a very, very good job so back to the fire department. We had another explosion there on a virtual explosion on on Ariana Court. So we gotta go put that fire out. And see what's going on. I think
4: on. we need to call the fire department and put it out once and for all.
3: Yeah. So we'll have to see about that.
6: They're so, probably the same people in charge of the parking lot.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Very, yeah. very true. Well, Tim, have a great Joe show. Oh, I can't even talk. <laughs> have upset a great Joe. See <laughs> how she got me upset?
6: Yeah. And, it's the
3: Timoni Joe. Yeah, Timoni Joe.
0: <laughs> Timoni
3: so. Joe.
4: Yeah. Anyway. I didn't know that was your middle name, Tim.
3: You know, no.
6: <laughs>
3: you could play "Set 'Em Up, Joe." Set 'Em Up, Joe. Yeah, that's it. Set 'Em Up, Joe. A little Vern Gosden. but when I get two straight calls back to back, one from Jackie and one from AJ, I know there's trouble. uh Oh, so, I hope. Yeah, so
4: somebody watch. needs to put.
6: Yeah, that's <laughs> going to say. Let's yeah. hope. Let's hope um, nothing happens to uh, Robbie the robot.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Robbie the robot. I think, I think Robbie's okay for now. But oh, that's who good. Know, who knows? So, anyway, Tim, we'll turn it over to you. And thank you, everyone. And let me get over here, Tim. Did I don't think we had right. any more raised hands or anything. So,
4: have a good one, everybody. You too. Talk to you all later.
3: Bye bye.